everybody. Thanks for joining the show. Brought to you by GorisNexus.com. Don't forget about Fairly Decent Golf on Instagram and on TikTok. Support our friend Bobby and the content he's putting out. Great friend of mine, friend of the show, friend of us and friend of you. Uh, even if you're not into golf, there's a lot of funny stuff he does on there. And it's got he's got killer merch, so check him out. Fairly Decent Golf on, on Instagram and on the TikTok. We love you, Bobby. Okay, so uh, happy 9-11-versary. We have, have circled the sun yet again passing through uh, yet another anniversary where people talk about how they remember how the United the country was and American flags all over the place mm-hmm. and $2.3 trillion were missing from the Pentagon and all the cameras malfunctioned at the same time at the Pentagon. And there's just, you know, a lot of interesting things that happened on uh, September 11th, 2001. Um, I was 21 years old, just to let you know how old I was anyway. So yeah, it was a, it was not a childhood memory, but an adult memory and an awful one. So with that being said, we have a video. Thank you, Elliot, for sending it to me. Uh, as promised, it is going to be shared and distributed here. And of course, uh, I hope you guys get a lot out of it. It's good shit. Um, I know a lot of people are like, oh, this is a lot of bullshit. Well, like last week, I know most of us are, uh, you know, have an opinion on the climate issue, right? But we still entertained it because Dave's our friend and Dave has an opinion and we gave Dave the floor. Now we're going to talk about this one. Go ahead. Check this out. This is a lot of fun. Okay. A lot of fun. Morning of September 11th, 2001, 19 men armed with box cutters directed by a man on dialysis in a cave fortress halfway around the world using a satellite phone and a laptop directed the most sophisticated penetration of the most heavily defended airspace in the world. Overpowering the passengers and the military combat trained pilots on four commercial aircraft before flying those planes wildly off course for over an hour without being molested by a single fighter interceptor. These 19 hijackers, devout religious fundamentalists who like to drink alcohol, snort cocaine, and live with pink-haired strippers, managed to knock down three buildings with two planes in New York. While in Washington, a pilot who couldn't handle a single-engine Cessna was able to fly a 757 in an 8,000-foot descending 270-degree corkscrew turn to come exactly level with the ground, hitting the Pentagon in the budget analyst office where DOD staffers were working on the mystery of the $2.3 trillion that Defense Secretary Donald Rumsfeld had announced missing from the Pentagon's coffers in a press conference the day before, on September 10th. 2001. Luckily, the news anchors knew who did it within minutes. Osama bin Laden. The pundits knew within hours. Osama bin Laden. The administration knew within the day. Terrorists who committed these acts and those who harbored them. And the evidence literally fell into the FBI's lap. That a hijacker's passport was found blocks from the World Trade Center crash site, if you can believe that. But for some reason, a bunch of crazy conspiracy theorists demanded an investigation into the greatest attack on American soil in history. That investigation was delayed, underfunded, set up to fail, a conflict of interest, and a cover-up from start to finish. It was based on testimony extracted through torture, the records of which were destroyed. It failed to mention the existence of WTC-7, Able Danger, P-TECH, Sibel Edmonds, OBL and the CIA, and the drills of hijacked aircraft being flown into buildings that were being simulated at the precise same time that those events were actually happening. It was lied to by the Pentagon, the CIA, the Bush administration, and as for Bush and Cheney, Well, no one knows what they told it because they testified in secret, off the record, not under oath, and behind closed doors. It didn't bother to look at who funded the attacks because that question is ultimately of little practical significance. Still, the 9-11 Commission did brilliantly answering all of the questions the public had, except most of the victim's family members' questions, and pinned blame on all the people responsible, although no one so much as lost their job, determining the attacks were failure of imagination because... Nobody in our government, at least, and I don't think the prior government that could envision flying airplanes in the buildings. 
except the Pentagon, FEMA, NORAD, and the NRO. The DIA destroyed 2.5 terabytes of data on Able Danger, but that's okay because it probably wasn't important. The SEC destroyed their records on the investigation into the insider trading before the attacks, but that's okay because destroying the records of the largest investigation in SEC history is just part of routine record keeping. NIST has classified the data that they used for their model of WTC7's collapse, but that's okay because knowing how they made their model of the collapse would jeopardize public safety. The FBI has argued that all material related to their investigation of 9-11 should be kept secret from the public, but that's okay because the FBI probably has nothing to hide. This man never existed, nor is anything he had to say worthy of your attention, and if you say otherwise, you are a paranoid conspiracy theorist and deserve to be shunned by all of humanity. Likewise him, 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 and her. And her, and her, and him. Osama bin Laden lived in a cave fortress in the hills of Afghanistan, but somehow got away. Then he was hiding out in Tora Bora, but somehow got away. Then he lived in Abbottabad for years, taunting the most comprehensive intelligence dragnet employing the most sophisticated technology in the history of the world for a decade, releasing video after video with complete impunity and getting younger and younger as he did so, <laughs> before finally being found in a daring SEAL team raid which wasn't recorded on video, in which he didn't resist or use his wife as a human shield, and in which these crack special forces operatives panicked and killed this unarmed man, supposedly the best source of intelligence about those dastardly terrorists on the entire planet. Then they dumped his body in the ocean before telling anyone about it. Then a couple dozen of that team's members died in a helicopter crash in Afghanistan. This is the story of 9-11, brought to you by the media which told you the hard truths about His head could be seen to move violently forward. And They took the babies out of the incubators. And Mobile production facilities. And The rescue of Jessica Lynch. If you have any questions about this story, you are a batshit, paranoid, tinfoil, dog-abusing baby hater, and will be reviled by everyone. If you love your country and or freedom, happiness, rainbows, rock and roll, puppy dogs, apple pie, and your grandma, you will never ever express doubts about any part of this story to anyone. Ever. This has been a public service announcement by the friends of the FBI, CIA, NSA, DIA, SEC, MSM, White House, NIST, and the 9-11 Commission. Because ignorance is strength. There you go. Thank you, Sarn Charn 9-11 under... Five minutes. We appreciate that. So happy 9 11 anniversary. Yeah. Um, well, uh, you know, every year we're reminded of. Uh, I mean, there's questions for sure. There's questions, but um, everybody you know, when you have these questions, and Christopher and I have been at it for a while, everybody turns into a mechanical engineer, okay, a civil engineer, a pilot, an expert on thermodynamics, explosives structural integrity of public buildings okay and they're also experts on astrophysics mm. okay exactly. all of them yeah <clears throat> all of them they and they can explain anything now once again do i personally think that a bunch of saudi arabian guys were involved i think they were involved Okay, I think they were involved. That's why we didn't invade that country and instead invaded a country who tried to give us OBL. But we said, no, fuck you, we're coming in anyway. Um, we didn't go actually after the country that financed the whole thing, right? Or at least trained or sent the people over here to be trained. Now, the country that financed it and gave them titanium fucking passports. I mean, shit, man. That, that's, uh, it's phenomenal. And of course, you will also have people who are expert statisticians who will talk about probability and perhaps provide you with their own amateur probability model saying how it's not impossible, it's improbable, but there's a small chance that it could survive, in which case it did, 
therefore proving the state's story. One way or another, what we can say about the 11th of September 2001, regardless of whether you choose to question the events or if you decide to guzzle the jizz of Uncle Sugar and the official story, is that Uncle Sugar has used that event to completely change the course of history, including your rights. So, celebrate that day, also known as Patriot Day, because God bless America and uh, all the fucking wars that we get involved in, even though we didn't actually go after the country who really fucking hates us, but whatever. Because they've got mm-hmm. oil um, and lots of it, and we want to... Lots of oil. Lots of Earl. So, speaking of government courts and all that other good shit, we need to take a white pill once in a while, ladies and gentlemen. We are black pill distributors, uh, amongst other things, black flag waving individuals. However, guess what? What? The good guys won one for once. So, I don't know if any of you are familiar, but the governor of New Mexico, who is a fascist cunt named Michelle Grisham, a Democrat, fascist cunt okay with a capital c did an executive order and a gun ban guess what a federal judge in new mexico on wednesday that is today breaking news issued a temporary restraining order against the state governor's ban on carrying guns in albuquerque and its surrounding county a move which threw the state into the center of the united states gun rights debate U.S. District Court Judge David Urias said that Governor Michelle Grisham's 30-day suspension of concealed and open carry firearm rights went against a landmark U.S. Supreme Court ruling in June that the people have a right to carry a gun outside their homes for self-defense. They just want to, they just want the right to carry their guns, Urias said, of the several plaintiffs who requested restraining orders against the governor's September 8th emergency public health order. The Democratic governor issued the suspension on firearms carry laws to offer a cooling off period, except for the criminals, of course, they're not going to cool off whatsoever, in which authorities could address solutions to the state's high rates of gun crime after several children were fatally shot. Grisham's order outraged gun rights activists, activists, excuse me, and drew backlash from Democrats and law enforcement officials, also Democrats, who called it unconstitutional. So the activists, the Democrats, and law enforcement all said, you're a little out of order. Gun control campaigners called the move courageous. And the Catholic Archbishop of Santa Fe feared more value was being given to gun rights than the life of an 11-year-old boy shot dead last week in an apparent Albuquerque road rage incident. Well, Archbishop fuckface, you don't seem to really care about the dozens or thousands of 11-year-old boys who've been sodomized by your fucking employees for Christ, what, 400 fucking years? Nobody seems to care about that in the Catholic Church. That's okay. As long as the children are getting sodomized by priests and not being shot, everything is fucking fine. Listen to your Catholic Archbishop. Fuck this guy and fuck his employer, okay? Anyway, carrying on. Albuquerque's Mayor Bernadillo County Sheriff, both Democrats have urged Governor Grisham to call a special state legislative session on gun crime after the gun ban. Mayor Tim Keller said that in order to fight gun crime, he needed legislation to fix a broken criminal justice system 
regulate assault weapons, whatever the fuck that means, and provide addiction to mental health awareness, among other measures. Albuquerque families can't afford political debates that distract us from fighting violent crime, Keller wrote in a letter to the governor. Gun violence kills around 500 people a year in New Mexico, which ranks sixth amongst United States for United States states for gun deaths per capita, according to gun violence prevention group, every town for gun safety. Albuquerque is among the 10 most dangerous U.S. cities based on FBI violent crime data. Luke, uh, Grisham's favors, Grisham, excuse me, favors a ban on so-called semi-automatic assault weapons, among other gun control measures in her office Wednesday, welcome, welcome Keller's call for special leg- legislative session. So in closing, we got, we won one. We won one, which which is a good news. The people won an argument. Uh, I mean, it was a judge that got in there and said, hey, hold on a minute. And other people, including Democrats, said this is unconstitutional. If there are other Democrats saying it's unconstitutional, my money is pretty much on them being unconstitutional. So I just wanted to run that past you guys. And again, I enjoy hearing the archbishop pipe up and give his two cents yeah. on something when his organization has been responsible for the harming of hundreds of thousands of children for eons and eons. So sorry, I just want to apologize. Sorry for the phone ringing. Um, somebody was calling me. Um, and then before that, a link I clicked on auto played. So I apologize for Shame that. On and you. I didn't want to like, I wasn't trying to be rude. I promise. <laughs> okay. So. Um, I don't know why this person was calling me because um, they never call me. So I hope everything's okay. Okay. All right. Well, let's hope everything is all right. Well, it's all right for uh, gun owners out there, which is good news. Now, moving on, speaking of guns and gun violence, it's a small wonder why border states would have high rates of homicide and gun violence, seeing as how American drug policy is making an impact and has been making an impact south of the border down mexico way where the tuna fish play okay now this is a great article you're gonna like this one i don't know if anybody's heard about this now everybody knows that going to mexico especially certain parts of mexico can be kind of dangerous right it's not exactly the safest place okay sometimes it's like hanging out in the south bronx right maybe not the best move But this is interesting here. So this says cartels turning Mexico into medieval state as mass graves of decapitated bodies have been found. Kidnapping, extortion, and murder are part of daily life in Mexico. As cartel expert Lone, uh, or Ian Grillo, says the country is devolving into an almost medieval state. Forensic experts are studying the remains found in the Chihuahua Desert last week that they believe could be connected to a group of 13 migrants who went missing two years ago. But as expert Yuan Grio revealed, that barely touches the surface on the huge burial sites appearing across the country. Thousands of disappearances have been reported in the Central American country. Actually, there's no such thing as Central America. Central America is a region. Mexico is part of North America, but whatever. Fuck geography. And most of them have been blamed on a bloody war between rival drug cartels. He told podcaster Sean Ryan how 297 skulls were recovered from fields near a housing estate in Veracruz. 
It turned out to be the biggest mass grave in Mexico in modern times, Rio said. 297 skulls. This is a mess. There are bones of five-year-olds, eight-year-olds, one-year-olds, and two-year-olds. So if the Archbishop of Santa Fe would like to go south of the border and lecture Mexico on their apparent uh, reckless disregard of the lives of children at the hands of the cartel, he's welcome to go talk to the cartel himself. I'm sure they would give him an audience. No problem whatsoever. Griot says that every time one of these mass graves is discovered, mothers of missing young men turn up in morgues to see if they can identify their lost child. He recalls one incident where he was called to the morgue for a case where 49 bodies had been found decapitated and with their hands and feet removed to hamper identification. I came out of the morgue and there was a bunch of family members and I said, what's going on? He said, one woman told me we're trying to find our loved ones who have disappeared among these victims. So we want to do DNA tests. There's one woman I talked to awful. She's a school teacher and she described how her son was dragged out of their home one evening, 18 year old philosophy student. What happened was she was sitting at home. She had her two sons, an 18 year old and a 15 year old. Suddenly the door bangs, 15 guys come in with guns, start grabbing stuff. And they say, which one of your sons is the oldest? The eldest son raised his hand and said, I'm the eldest. She took him. She got a phone call the next day to say, give us this amount of money. We'll give you your son back. The woman paid the ransom, but she never saw her son again. He continued, he continued, other mothers have, I've talked to have very similar sounding stories and eventually found and identified the bodies of their kids after something like three years. You've got thousands of disappearances that have come out of this conflict. Mothers of the disappeared have staged protests calling for some sort of help in finding their missing children. Griot describes how a man pulled up in a car alongside one of these protests and handed one of the women a hand-drawn map and told her, you might find some bodies here. The map led to the 297 skull mass grave close to a middle-class housing development. Eventually, after a years-long investigation, the remains of the school teacher's son were found amongst those bodies. That's terrible. Grio says the investigation continued. Nearby residents complained about the horrendous smell coming from the grisly ex- excavation. That's how bizarre and messed up this conflict is, he explained. It's brutal. It's almost medieval kind of warfare. It's like a medieval kind of morality. In some ways, you've got to look at medieval stuff the way these cartels operate, like it's like fealty. You've got one powerful drug boss and then a guy below who is swearing fealty to him. But that's happening at the same time you've got a trillion dollar economy. You go to Mexico City, you can go to a Starbucks and they sit there on your laptop. You go to a trendy bar, beautiful beaches that's happening at the same time. So it's kind of weird how there's just such normality around like this very harsh conflict. Folks, I, I again, I've been to Mexico. I lived in Mexico when I was a little guy. I haven't been to Mexico in 23 fucking years. I have no plans to return to Mexico ever again. Um, if you think that you're safe on a resort, we have covered stories on this show, even implied Del Carmen mm-hmm. in Cancun. Okay. In Puerto Vallarta, we've covered them where they've had gun battles between rival factions and where tourists are getting clipped. Okay. And if, and of course the Americans that went south of the border to get fucking liposuction or dick implants or whatever it was they were doing ended up getting murdered by the cartel by accident. Yeah. We're sorry. Um, So once again, I would like to, in fact, if somebody can make a note 
for me to write a letter to the fucking Archbishop of Santa Fe, I'm going to write the Archbishop a letter uh, and I'm going to ask him if he's so concerned with the safety of children, and especially when it comes to gun violence, why doesn't he take his papal ass across the border, go down to Mexico and start preaching at the fucking cartels who are killing everybody and their sister with impunity? The reason why that fucking archbishop won't ever go down there is because down there, if the cartel finds out your fucking kids, they're going to kill you too. Because even for them who kill children, diddling kids is not their thing. In fact, it's nobody's thing. That fucking archbishop will never do that. But I still want to insult him, at least in the form of a strongly worded letter. So that would be nice. I think that would be a nice touch. But 297 skulls, folks, babies, young people, indiscriminate murder indiscriminate murder so like from what i'm understanding these motherfuckers just show up to random houses like it isn't because there's been dealings with the cartel right like they're not like kidnapping the son because the son done fucked up or whatever like they're just showing up to people's houses and wreaking havoc that has happened they will go after people if they are involved with a rival faction I've watched El Blog del Narco.com. Go check it out. But is is that what happened to this woman? No. This was an extortion job. This was paying a ransom. We were going to steal your kid. You're going to pay because before the cartel war popped off, a lot of you forget they even covered this in a movie called Man on Fire, which is based on fact that they were kidnapping wealthy people's children and sending them back for ransoms because they would take there was a ransom and there was kidnapping insurance that was making a huge amount of money because this was a big money maker especially in mexico city yeah this was forgotten because the cartel war popped off the drug war popped off which is a multi-faction civil war no matter which way you want to slice the pie this still happens but most of the time it's oh uh your son frank over here was hanging out with the uh Jalisco Nuevo Generacion Cartel, and we're part of, uh, you know, whatever, and we're going to kidnap him, and uh, we're going to have you send us money, but we're going to torture and murder him anyway, we're not going to tell you. So yeah, that's kind of what's um, what's going on right across the border, close, uh, right but across like, the border from New Mexico, I mean, by like, the way. that to me is unheard of. Like, I mean, I know it happens, but it's like, that is like, that's something that doesn't, <laughs> I mean, that's on another level. Like that whole, that everything you just described to me is so foreign to my mind. Like I know people get kidnapped in the United States and things like that and probably held for ransom or whatever. And mm-hmm. some, and I mean, you, you hear news stories, you probably don't hear about all of them, right? But it happens, but no way, not like that. Yeah. Like uh... th- this isn't, um, that to me is is completely mind-boggling that like the mexican government local police force whatever you want to call them they're all intermingled together they don't have their shit under control it's complete chaos i can't imagine imagine going to fucking uh montana and if you go there just random fucking people that live in the woods can just come and fucking kill you for no reason and bury you someplace and there's no fucking recourse Mm -hmm. like they could come into your house and kidnap you mistaken identity and ransom up you to your family and your family pay 
and you never get released because they have already murdered you. They can't like nobody can find you and there's no recourse. Yep. Like that's terrifying. Yeah, it is terrifying. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, it's it, it's going to continue and it's going to carry I'll, I'll on. I'll never fucking go to Mexico. There's no way I'll ever go to Mexico. I wouldn't do it at this point. And I know a lot of people say, again, I to reiterate, you're going to be safe at the resorts or whatever. And then, of course, you know, people are like, well, it's just as violent in the United States. Maybe in some places, but. But where? I'm going to go down to Amish country for Swiss festival. And I don't think anybody's going to fucking the cartel ain't going to show up there. Like if you're, if you're talking about, okay, like let's talk about Chicago where people like are shooting each other all the time. There's all sorts of problems, right? Like, yes. However, are there kidnappers in Chicago that are going into people's houses and kidnapping them and, and demanding ransoms? Like, have we heard stories like this? I don't know. I haven't researched it. But what I can tell you is there aren't like rival uh, gangs that are controlling large uh, swatches of land in like outside of Chicago, uh, even inside of Chicago. The police fucking come and they fucking shut the shit down. Like, the police show up, they'll fucking kill you back, they don't give a fuck, like, our government will firebomb your fucking house, like, they don't care. The the cops are ineffective, and they do control blocks. The gangs will fight over drug distribution territory for blocks they don't even own, you know, where people are renting or owning homes, Mm -hmm. and they're just trying to be normal, Yeah. right? And they know that people can't fight back because Cook County has some of the strictest gun control uh, in the country. I mean, right. in the country, like, I mean, they rival New Jersey and how retarded they are. But uh, if there was something. something like what you're describing going on in the city of Chicago, the U.S. government would show up there and fucking flatten whatever oh, yeah. block oh, that yes. was. A hundred percent. I agree with you there. They would fucking they would make it into a parking lot. Nobody gets to play. That's the end of it. Yeah, there. None of that would be going on. I like, agree with you there that's what i mean by this like this is completely i cannot wrap my head around how this is able to happen in mexico i mean we've explained it before here and we'll we'll do it quickly but how come they haven't been firebombed like i don't understand like why haven't why hasn't the government stepped in and just like fuck you like the government has people in its in in the corridors of power that are on the payroll for the various cartels that's why nothing gets done and you know not saying that the united states of america does not have corruption our corruption is much more quiet but down there it's a little bit more open and almost acceptable like you know bribing police to not give you a ticket i'm not talking about big items like ignoring like fucking crimes against humanity but they pay off judges right they have military they have people inside the mexican military that will tip them off because guess what the cartel is so powerful they will show up and tell you, you could cooperate with us and make money, or you could be a fucking Boy Scout, and we're going to butcher your family and kill you last. Which one are you going to pick? I'm going to take the briefcase with the money and help them out, and then go retire somewhere somewhere not where I'm living right then and there. So, like, I understand that the, the cartels, like, have a lot of money and a lot of power, and they have a lot of, uh, you know resources very similar to maybe what the uh mexican army might have 
drones, oh, etc. We've caught, we've seen the footage. We've seen the footage. They have some of the cartels have anti-aircraft machine guns. This isn't shit you could buy in a fucking gun shop in Laredo. Like they have military equipment. You know what I mean? So the Mexican government's inefficiency to wrap themselves around this before it became a huge problem and control it has it's now out of control and there's no recourse the way i see it yuan grio what he was saying in this article i think he's spot on and eventually you're going to have some cartel fucking literally just become the government where they the warlord overthrows the current warlord and says right I'm in fucking charge now. Now I'm the goddamn government and all of you are going to behave. Maybe things at that point will change because there's no more rival at that point in time, right? Because after the Civil War, when one team wins, right? They're like, okay, we're in charge now. Everybody back to their places, right? Open the roads, open the tiendas, get the beaches going. Like, we're legitimate now. Don't make us come down there and literally fillet you alive like I've watched them do to a police officer and his son that was something else and then they cut the kid's heart out that's terrible i don't want to hear that yeah it was uh it was not fun at all but i don't know why you would subject yourself to that uh because i had to see if this is actually like i don't know it's almost like you're in disbelief up to the moment it happens like no not really right no really it's it's awful like it's it's we I watched it once without sound, and then I watched it with sound, and I could tell you with sound is worse than without. I could tell you that much. It's not pleasant to listen to along with the images. So that's on elblogdelnarco.com. Go check it out if you're interested in watching some of the most horrific fucking footage you've ever seen. That makes the ISIS shit that happened a couple of years ago look like a fucking birthday party. Don't watch it. Just saying. Don't want, watch it. You want to see what you're up against? watch this shit and then ask the question why can't they do anything about it well i'm just curious like there's no recourse like i'm just you know having i'm i'm asking questions trust me in the next 10 years or less the u.s government's gonna find a way to go there they're gonna have no choice because unfortunately mexico can't wrap its hands around it because so many people are on the take that it's just going to continue on this perpetual motion and here's the other thing too drug policy in this country drives it the market for illegal drugs in this country gives these folks the ability. That's all this is. I, I'm not endorsing you doing smack behind the 7-Eleven, but somebody's doing that smack regardless of whatever fucking faggoty law you want to pass. Right. right. That's why these cart. it's a supply and demand thing. What, you know what they used to do back in the day? They even covered on Narcos, that TV show. Mm-hmm. It was marijuana. Mm. it wasn't heroin it was fucking grass yeah guess what happened when everybody legalized grass up here they're like we can't make any money with this it's legal so guess what they switched to they switched to the poppy then they switched to fentanyl right car fentanyl methamphetamine all the shit that's illegal okay because people still love jamming that shit up their face in this country whatever you do you okay but that's why these people exist again I know that we're critical of the stupid government in this country, but they literally cut off their nose in spite of their face. They, they, this is their fault. The drug war, the war on drugs, drugs won, and they continue to win to the tune of look up. I'll look it up. I want to give you live statistics, right? So let's find out how many people have died in the Mexican drug war. So remember, 60,000 Americans died 
fighting a useless war in Vietnam, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. 500,000 Americans died in the Great War and also died in, uh, in the European theater in World War II, right? So keep those numbers in mind, okay? So we're going to look this up, all right? So this is the Mexican drug war. Keep those numbers in mind that I just gave you, all right? As of now, okay, take a look. Total casualties, okay, between 350,000 to 400,000 dead from 2006 to 2019 from organized crime homicides, okay? 60,000 people are still missing. The amount of Americans that died in Vietnam is the amount of people that are still missing from the Mexican drug war. This is... Think about how many uh, 600,000 Americans died in the Civil War. Yeah. 600,000 Americans. Yeah. You're rapidly approaching that number. You're rapidly approaching that number. I mean, these, this is, this is major league numbers here. Okay. Yeah. I mean, obviously there, there's a fucking problem, right? Like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. Like, I just don't know how my whole like i get that they're fucking in control and whatever and all the stuff you just said it's just like it's just beyond me to i can't comprehend it happening because i'm from the united states of america and the government shut shits they shut everything down pretty quickly when things start to get out of control like you know what we saw um that city what was the city um in pennsylvania that block or whatever no, that, that's that, that's kensington street in, in philadelphia the, the no the one that they made that documentary about that everything caught on fire oh oh uh centralia no 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 the group of people that lived in those like apartments that was philadelphia and those were the black uh, the black uh, i think they were not supremacists they were separatists and the philadelphia police bombed it yes yeah, like yeah, yeah. but like oh, sorry talking about the philadelphia move bombing yes, yes. that's it right there <clears throat> like that and those people weren't even fucking you know doing any of the shit that like is happening in mexico right now and our government was like well we'll just bomb it We'll teach him a fucking lesson. <laughs> like, yeah, that's the level that our government goes to here to shut shit down. They don't they don't fucking play around like they're like, we this eh, we're nipping this in the bud right now. That's why they go around and they fucking murder as many people as they do on the street. The police because they're like, meh, because they can or Waco. Right. Or <laughs> Waco. We're going to send a message. But, we're talking about local police, yeah. the local police, you know, all of the riots and all the shit that we just all lived through history, right? With like the fucking burning down of, of you know, cities and, 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 you know, whatever over police murdering people. You mean the mostly peaceful protests during the summer of Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. I mean, I don't... <laughs> I gotta stop. They were mostly peaceful. Mostly. Yeah, mostly peaceful protests. I gotta stop doing mostly. the Mexican cartel drugs. I don't know what I was thinking. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't... They, they're like... You know, they just fucking kill people because they run away from them. 
Police shoot motherfuckers in the back of the head from running away from them with no weapons. They just don't want them to run away, so they fucking execute them on the street, and they get away with it. And mm-hmm. that's what happens in America. So the exact opposite is happening in Mexico, and I can't fathom it. Like, I just can't wrap my head around living there because everything is so as we all know, like heavily police, like the police force, you know, is in force. Like they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. You better not speed. They're fucking parked on the side of the street, trying to catch your ass in residential fucking neighborhoods up and down, like all over the place on the highway, like in Ohio, the police are everywhere. They are. So like, I can't fathom not like having a police force unable like they can't do anything about like the criminal activity like our police force can do just about anything they need to do when it it comes to criminal activity they have fucking uh mraps like they have all of the old military equipment well like gently used military equipment it's donated to local police um officers like half of them are ex-military so like this shit don't fly in america so like i can't understand it happening in mexico like i don't understand how it you know how it continues is is all i'm saying i i just can't wrap my head around it because it doesn't exist here well i mean it does exist it's going to start existing more as more of that stuff pours across uh because it's already happened in border states where you're seeing activity just start kicking up and the cartel has cells all over the country. I mean, we know oh, that. Well, yeah, I know that. But, um, like, they're not fucking... Not yet. <laughs> not yet. So I mean, I doubt it would ever get to that point here. Well, I mean, they'll just start shooting people and be like, all right, well, you know, we're going to firebomb El Paso, I guess. And that's what they're like, going to do. The, the police, like, it's got to go. The know? police and government, like, they don't care. They will do everything that they need to do to solve and stop the threat. And if it ends up killing innocent people they don't care they're gonna kill whatever's causing them problems right and if you happen to be in the way of that they don't give a fuck true but while uh you're you know don't look too much into the abyss because we've got some good news for you here for those of you who've been looking for the answer of are we alone with the especially recent uptick in uh aryan um that's alien for those of you not on the West Air, Coast. Aryan activity? Yes. So alien bodies with three-fingered hands, unknown DNA, and eggs inside are presented by UFO expert at Mexican Congress, speaking of south of the border where the tuna fish play, with the non-humans found in Peru said to be a thousand years old. Ladies and gentlemen, who knew the answer was in Peru all this time? Okay. That's why they sent me. I'm the expert. Yes. Here to fix the cable. Down a cable. Yes. This is the moment a UFO investigator presented two allegedly non-human bodies to a Congress full of astonished officials. Right? Okay. I'm listening. Jaime Maussan, who has led an investigation into Aryan phenomena for decades, stood with scientists to unveil two corpses, what he called a watershed event in front of the Mexican Congress on Tuesday. They were not busy trying to fight the cartel. They're interested in Aryans. The researchers made the extraordinary claim that the corpses presented in windowed boxes and supposedly covered or recovered from Cusco in Peru were not part of our terrestrial evolution with 30% of their genetic composition still unknown to Mexican, uh, unknown according to Mexican media. 
carbon dating by the National Autonomous University of Mexico found the bodies pictured with three fingered hands, no teeth, and stereoscopic vision, more than a thousand years old, Jaime claimed. The bizarre presentation has triggered a frenzy of excitement among conspiracy theorists online, but it also has drawn skepticism, you don't say. Unusually for fossils that have been subjected to analysis, the specimens were coated in what appeared to be sand. But Jaime Maussan, who has been associated with debunked alien theories in the past, insisted under oath on, on Tuesday, these specimens are not part of our terrestrial evolution. Mm. They aren't beings that were found after a UFO wreckage. They were found in algae mines and were later fossilized. He later added, whether they are aliens or not, we don't know, but they were intelligent and they lived with us. They should rewrite history. We are not alone in this vast universe. We should embrace this reality, he said at the event. What the? Yes, yes. Did you see a picture of the yeah, area? Can I, can I do the share? Please. Because I, I can't. Um... I want you folks to take a good look at these Aryans and tell us what you think here. Christopher, are you ready for this alien here? Look at this. Yes. There it is. Hold on. Let's do this. Blow that shit up. Look at that. That's an Aryan right there. It's an Aryan. Yes. You want me to play this video? Um, You're playing it right now. That's oh, well, fun. is there sound? We don't need sound. It says click to watch the whole video. Well, we don't need to watch. How okay. many more visions of this goddamn uh, monster? I mean, I don't know. Like, that looks like a carving to me. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know how this thing could have. Go ahead. Look, it's in the box. It's a little guy, too, huh? Yeah, he's a little guy. I think it's the same guy we were just looking at. Oh, yeah. It's the same guy. His, like, his name is Juan Pablo. Okay. Uh. Yeah, there it is right there, covered in sand. Mm. Covered in sand. Like, okay, so I could be wrong, <laughs> but this even, like, looks fake to me. So, like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to respond because it could very possibly... <laughs> it looks like the little guy from Men in Black. Listen, I don't know. It looks odd, and it looks like it's a carving of some sort, uh, like... I don't know what this is, but it doesn't look like it was ever real or alive. I don't know what this... So this picture now that I'm looking at is a screen pulled up mm -hmm. that looks like it's depicting an embryo. Or... I I don't know what I'm looking at here, but it looks like a, um, a shrimp. How do you, how would you describe this? I would describe this as a fraud. Is what I would describe this like, as. Yeah. But it looks like I don't know. I I don't even know what to say. Like, I don't know if this is real. Like, I'm having a hard time right now because, like, look at this. Even the the analysis that they have pulled up on the screen to explain to people that even looks like it's like a fucking fraud. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't even know how to describe it. So it's a picture of this, like, skinny looking alien fucking thing. And it looks like it's made out of clay and that it's been carved. Like, its facial features have been carved with a metal tool that you use when you carve things into clay. Yes. Um. Then it looks like it might be pregnant, but anatomically... I don't see how this thing could even give birth based upon its current appearance. Okay. 
Yeah. Um, now I realize that it may be dead and fossilized, but I don't know how it still has a baby belly bump. Uh, I don't know either. I'm very confused by this. Um, and then I don't speak Spanish, so I don't know what this says, but it, it looks like it says verses in English at the top. I don't know what that word means in Spanish. So, Jay, I'm going to have to defer to you at this point to translate. Um, looks like they're saying um, the alien is going to fight Predator in an experimental fight. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's exactly what the verses is for. Es estudios y trabajo experimental. Uh, me and Juan Pablo, we were picking up some mota down by the barrio when we stumbled. Oh, the when we stumbled upon these aliens. <laughs> Okay, so then this next fucking picture. That means non-human non -human bodies. I understand that, but like it, the, which word is body? <laughs> is it? Cuerpo. Cuerpo. Cuerpo like, means body. I see the, Bodies. I see the C and the U and the P and the O and I think a chupacabra. Oh. And then like. The disrespect. Listen, there's a lot of C's and P's and A's in here, and then I see this fake alien, so I'm like Chupacabra. That's where my brain just went. It was like Chupacabra. Maybe the Chupacabra killed it, but decided not to eat it out of respect. I don't know what happened there. Like this can't. Yeah, I, I love it. They have. We're talking about the Mexican cartel just fucking absolutely destroying everything, and they're like, "Hey, we got aliens from Peru." We're looking at him right now. But like, look at this guy. Like, he's like official. I, I don't know why we're having a picture of him in front of the Mexican flag. Because they're at the Mexican Congress, man. That's Listen, where it was. Who the fuck? No wonder why the cartels have fucking taken over. <laughs> like, somebody has convinced these motherfuckers, uh, like, wasting your time. I'm going to show up with these fucking aliens <laughs> that are not really aliens. Like, who did the research on this? Um, Jaime did. Who the fuck is Jaime? <laughs> That's Jaime. in the article. Yeah, but like, what, how is he, like, what's his fucking he background? He is an ancient astronaut theorist. <laughs> Come on. Is that Hyman, Hyman, whatever? Hyman. Hyman. Yeah. <laughs> yep, his Hyman's definitely broken now. He fucked yeah. that alien. I mean, like, what <laughs> what classification standards and qualifications has this really been run through? Uh, you know, I time will tell. Like, uh, I, I mean, lo I love the fact that it's going to actually let people like, no, you can only look at it through the glass. Oh, this is that fuck that showed up at our at the congressional fucking meeting in the United States, uh, Ryan Graves. That was him. Yeah, who wouldn't answer any of the fucking questions, by the way. I don't know if we talked about this already. We did. Okay. Skiff mode. So this motherfucker right here would not answer any questions that the Congress asked him and said he had to go into a skiff, which means, i.e., translates to, mm -hmm. it's all fucking government related. There are no goddamn aliens. There are no aliens right not right now like there should be absolutely zero reason why this motherfucker can't come out and say yes there are aliens because that doesn't do anything to national security but he won't say it because it has stuff to all the shit that they're talking about has to do with technology that the government's fucking around with and he can't come right out and say it and i think it's bullshit so i'm i i don't 
this guy's a fucking fraud. <laughs> Straight up, flat out fucking narc fraud. I couldn't agree with you more. Okay, like these these alien pictures up here. Like, if you believe this shit, and I'll fucking I'll apologize if I'm wrong, but I highly doubt I'm wrong in this fucking situation. And somebody can stop me right now and correct me, but like okay. I'm pretty sure these are fake. I want to give Chris a chance to weigh in here on what he thinks Jaime is up to here. Chris, do you smell a fraud? I think Jaime has been hitting up them Jalisco boys for their black tar heroin. <laughs> That's what I think. Because if that is a fucking alien corpse, I will suck your dick, brother. <laughs> whip, 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 whip out your cock, Jaime. <laughs> oh, Jaime's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to bet my sexuality on that shit. Damn. That is not real. That, that ain't. Mm-mm. Like I said, if that's real, I'll suck Jaime's cock. Like, whip it <laughs> out, bro. Did, did they whip. just... A bet's a bet. Did they just, like, uh, food bet. color On God, on God. Flower on God, on God, no cap. Yeah, no cap, man. Fam. It looks Fam. like they Fam, Jim. sprinkled, like, flour or fucking, like, gray breadcrumbs on top of this fucking thing and <laughs> said it was dirt or sand. Like... It has the same consistency. I, I don't know what they did. All I know is that this is uh, th- this is a, a filthy lie. Yeah, uh, it's a ruse. Um, Jaime is full of shit, and he ain't getting no blowies from Chris. I can tell you that right now. Nope. Um, Jaime is a liar, okay, and a fraud, a charlatan, um, and he should be executed in public. Um, Jaime has L D E little dick energy. <laughs> <laughs> trying to tell me that's an alien corpse fuck you bro yeah sorry Jaime not happening so yeah. yeah man that's what I wanted to talk about today and we had a there were some other things but they're not as important as these as this uh discovery of this awesome thing I know that Joe Biden is uh having articles of impeachment brought against him by the speaker of the house which will go nowhere he also had to be escorted off the stage today because he was giving a speech on I, I think um u.s vietnamese relations because um uh, there's a lot of cooperation going on between the both of the countries and they were like never mind just get him off the stage and then when reporters asked joe biden about um the impeachment his wife uh butted in to keep him from rambling um and didn't answer any questions um but where's the fucking easter bunny dude that him? that guy is is dropping the ball uh, he needs to take care of Joe and wrangle him up, just like uh, Easter. It'd be players. funny if he was just part of his security detail all the time. <laughs> like, it's the only thing that we can get Joe's attention with whenever he starts wandering off the beaten trail. <laughs> just this rabbit shows yeah. up. Like, you see it in the security entourage, like walking behind him in the full outfit and shit. <laughs> Earpiece in the big ear. <laughs> Dude, I would respect him even more if he did that. That would be amazing. But yes, so there are things happening domestically here that are very interesting. Of course, um, you know, the same shit with Mr. Trump. He's probably going to win the Republican nomination and not win the election because Republicans love to lose. They're big fans of it. Um, Because last election, there was 80 million more voters that turned out. Now it's going to be 85 million. That's right. We're just going to keep setting records, setting records. So um, that's it for this week, unless uh, I'm going to turn it over to my friends. If you have anything to add, Christopher, do you have anything at all? 
bitch shoot. Subscribe Ooh, to the bitch shoot. Go watch the bitch shoot. <laughs> well done. What about you? I've got nothing. Okay, you've got nothing. All right. Well, no bitch shoot. I'm gonna ask you to sign up for the bitch shoot and check it out. That's where uh that's where the cool kids hang out. So I'd like to thank our sponsors, of course. I'd like to thank Ray Fab of Fine Art and Design from the Great Lakes Team Mandalore. Keep cycling. Very weird. Agorasnexus.com. Okay. I'd like to thank them at I Paint Akron, where all accidents are happy accidents. But ladies and gentlemen, we have now come to the conclusion of the show, which is the time we discuss the health of your ass. Okay. And most of you don't have very good asshole health. Why? Because we can smell it. Uh, you might be nose blind to this, but we are not, okay? Perhaps you need an intervention, an intervention into the smell of your ass, saying, sit down in this chair. We need to discuss how bad you smell. You're using detergent, folks. You're using detergent on the supple parts of your body, the ball bag, coin purses, they call it in some other countries, the dong, the dung ditch, the b-hole, the fat folds, the underboob, all those things, the aerials, all that under you know your your pits all that good stuff ladies and gentlemen akron apothecary and todd's gay soap can in fact solve all of your problems in that regard are you not getting laid are you having a hard time finding that special someone maybe it's because when you finally picked them up in your car apart from her sitting on top of all of the used arby's bags you didn't bother throwing out before the date you smell like a pile of human fecal matter let's change your fortunes let's turn that frown upside down Let's get some Todd's Gay Soap from Akron Apothecary, clean you up, put you out there. You're going to feel fresh. You're going to feel confident. You're going to feel like you are being embraced by gay hands, filling you with confidence, pumping confidence into your body as you go forward and take on life's challenges, knowing that your soap is here to help you, that your soap is here to listen, and that you need to listen to your soap and get cleaned up. Check out Akron Apothecary, Todd's Gay Soap. Don't forget, Todd's Gay Soap. Soap is Don't but don't be rude. Don't be crass. Give that turd cutter that gay soap class. And if you play them cards right, someone just might eat your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo. Thank you, everybody. We love you. Don't forget the bit shoot. Check it out. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bet.